We are a group of friends bound by our appreciation for liberty and good podcasting. Free-minded thinkers from all walks of life, our values come together with one accord to discuss the common culture and news of the day, along with whatever random crap is going on in our lives. Welcome to the Union of the Unknowns. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. This is the Union of the Unknowns presents Not Your Mama's News, a rapid-fire review of the week's news where we talk about events and stories that interest us from this clown world that we live in. So with us today, you have myself, Ashley Think Change Repeat. We have America's sweetheart, Ism Kant. Hey, we yeah. have Terry from Canary. And then we have the, the sweetheart of Georgia, Keel. Oh, hey. Hey, sweetie. How are we doing, everybody? <laughs> doing great. Good, thank you. Good deal. Well, let's get right into it. Um, I'm going to kick the news off today, and it's something that I believe everybody has heard about, but it's pretty significant and potentially has some implications for us. So um, I want to get everyone's thoughts on this. And we know that Queen Elizabeth has ended her reign. I believe she was 96 years old and um, passed on early September, September the 10th. Was that the day? No, it was, was earlier in the week. Two days ago, three days ago. Three days ago would be well, 9-11. Queen's date. <laughs> not queen my queen sorry to break it to you terry so we all knew about that i mean the whole world knew um so a couple of things that i wanted to get into are part one the ramifications i definitely want to hear from terry on this one of your thoughts for what that could mean for the UK, but also the group. What do you think that this could potentially mean in the New World Order context? I believe that it's well established that he's friends with Klaus Schwab. He has even, there's video of him suggesting a military style campaign to sort of work on some of the sustainability measures that they discuss from the World Economic Forum and, and those ilk. So we have that issue of it. I want to hear from you. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch base on was the fact that there have been instances of people either holding up a sign or heckling um, at the proceedings and then hearing that they were arrested, that they were forcibly removed from the crowd and that they were arrested uh, for that. And I thought that that was very interesting. And then the third issue um, surrounding this that I wanted to touch on was the fact that there's sort of a, a hot debate you know, you have a lot of, um, it surprised me of people in the Liberty community that were, you know, mourning. There were people that were, you know, they were upset at people being disrespectful. And um, so I just kind of wanted to, to talk to, to the group about that. So well, let's say my feelings is that I've been marked safe from caring about the Queen and the Royal Family <laughs> in 1776. Love it. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know it's just another rich elite that's you know rules over everyone else and you know rob, you know robs steals and rapes and murders you know everyone else so i'm 
I would say I'm kind of glad she's dead, but I don't think anyone better has taken her place. I would agree with that. Uh, can't argue with any of that. Um, uh, I, I'm not really plugged into the Royals uh, that much. You might, won't be surprised to hear. Uh, my first thought was that I was really glad that I wasn't still in the UK because I remember how crazy people were when Diana um, died or possibly was killed, depending on how you look at it. Um, and, you know, uh, people were like mourning over this woman that they hadn't met and, and treating her like some sort of saint, which she definitely wasn't. She was at least uh, hot. So I'd imagine the same thing's done with the Queen. <laughs> she was quite hot, yes. <laughs> um, but um, Charles is very unpopular in Britain, much more unpopular than the Queen ever was. And, Interesting. Um, so it was widely thought that it might go straight to William they might sort of bypass Charles because he's really old anyway. He's like 73 or something. Yep. Um, so, and you're right, he's, he's very plugged into the globalism thing. He, he's very big on the climate change crap. Uh, and he's a good friend of Klaus Schwab, like you said. So the question is how influential these, these royals really are. And some people think they're right at the top of, you know, of all the lizard people. The pyramid, yeah. Um, I'm not so sure of myself. Um, I, I like to think of them as a sort of middle-level lizard person, <laughs> like Bill Gates, perhaps. Right. I, I still think people like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers might be right at the top. Um, and is it uh, what you were saying about people getting arrested? I did see some stories about that as well. I saw this woman uh, who owns a fish and chip shop, and she had a sign. She put up a sign in the in the shop saying something like, "The lizard queen is dead." <laughs> and she got into i don't know if she got arrested but she certainly got a lot of um host hostility from people about it and you're you quite right in that people go a bit crazy about the royals even in america which really surprised me you know people getting very upset of saying you know i'm glad the queen's dead you know she, she was never she never did anything good for me and people just sort of losing their 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 skulls over it um it just seems crazy really so that's my thoughts. Yeah, when I got home from work that day that Queen died, I came home and I I sung to my wife, uh, "The Wicked Witch is dead," but I changed out with "The Wicked Queen is dead." She wasn't <laughs> happy with it, but she's also a much kinder person than I am. Uh, clever. Well, there was um a, apparently Irish Twitter went a bit crazy after that, <laughs> and there was a video online. Of, of an entire stadium chanting with their Irish accent. I won't try to repeat it, but basically <laughs> Lizzie's in a box, Lizzie's in a box. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of jammed to that. I'm no Queen Elizabeth apologist. I want people to know that this, what I'm about to say is only scratching the surface, but we have her son who was implicated in the Jeffrey Epstein sex scandal and that is not only with uh, accusers saying that they were involved with him but they have an actual picture it was virginia gufray who uh said that she was trafficked to him when she was 17 years old and of course everybody knows like he had a terrible interview i think it was with the bbc and he claimed that he couldn't sweat and that was evidence that he wasn't with her 
It was a total lie. And then she was able to bring a case against him. And there were, it was over $10 million payout. I feel like it might've even been 22 million or something like that, that she was paid basically to make this go away. So the queen protected him for that. And then we also know about the royal connection to Jimmy Savile. And we know that he was accused by over 500 people of pedophilia. And so people who are like butthurt over people being glad that the queen passed, I think that you're unreasonable, especially if you're somebody that cares about liberty. Okay. These people are the ultimate above the law people. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they are as corrupt as they come. Well, England hasn't, they don't care. Uh, they, they are, there's no free speech in England. They don't care about liberty. Y'all remember when they arrested Count Dankula for teaching his girlfriend's pug to do a Nazi salute? Oh. Most hilarious <laughs> thing you'll ever see. Uh, he went to jail. <clears throat> free speech is not a thing there. Is it really not, Terry? Free speech is not protected? Uh, well, there's a sort of tradition of free speech. Um, they have this thing in a, in a famous park in London, Speaker's Corner, where you're supposed to be able to go out and, and say whatever you like, really. Uh, but recently, um, there have been quite a lot of people, particularly during COVID, there were a few scientists arrested for um, standing up and giving a speech saying this is all load of nonsense. Mm. Uh, and some of them were arrested. I don't think they were ever charged with anything because I don't think there's a specific um, law you can say that they were breaking. But they, you know, that doesn't stop the police carting you off. So they, they do that from time to time. I think um, the difference between Britain and America is that, it's like I said in a previous episode, you've got a lot of rights written down in one or two documents. We supposedly have those same rights in Britain, but they're, they're sort of spread around in, in various documents and, uh, um, and they're a bit harder. They're not quite so specific in what they say. So it's harder to work out sometimes what rights you've got. But it, it kind of works like it like it's supposed to in America that, you know, if something is not specifically forbidden by law, you're allowed to do it. Mm. Well, and it's it's not like having it written on paper very clearly makes much difference. I mean, how much clearer can you get then? Shall not be infringed. Yeah. They just they just do the most mental gymnast like these are the most like flexible mental people in the world where they'll jump through <laughs> hoops left and right that well that doesn't mean what you think it means right <laughs> yeah they yeah they didn't they didn't mean we could all have guns back in 1776 or my favorite is like oh yeah that that meant guns from the 1700s so if you want a muzzle-loaded musket go for it it's like mm -hmm. eh, i don't think that's that's how that works. You know, they had cannons back then, right? Yeah. That I would love to mount a cannon to my roof. I would also Maybe. love a cannon. I'm sure we could find a way to hook it up to Alexa and be like, Alexa, fire <laughs> at the pirates. 3D printed cannons for everybody. <laughs> yes. Well, I, for one, am not uh, thrilled by the queen being dead. Uh, I didn't, I never had any problem with her. I'm not, I know all those implications. She, surely she was a part of some of that. And she knew that Savile guy personally, 
uh, but nobody he knew, at least a documentary I watched, nobody that was acquainted with that guy was really aware that stuff he was doing. He seemed to be a very sociopathic dude. And those kinds of people are harder to read, but that's beyond the point. I, I, I mean, I never, I never really kept up with the, the Royals and all of their conspiracies and things, but I will say the, the whole Royal family has been pretty boring as far as I can tell most of my life. And I'd like to see Charles just ramp it the hell up, you know, I bet the British people are ready for some real imperialism going on, like in the old days. And now that that the the hands is back in, now that the the kingdom is back in the hands of the patriarchy. Right. Who knows where we're going to go. Let's, let's see some action here, you know? Be careful what you wish for. He's like, it's just sort of, (laughs) you'd like him to go crazy and declare himself as a as a woman or something you know well whatever he's got to do (laughs) so terry i did want to ask you um you said that charles is unpopular is it because of the association that he he and prince philip had diana murdered or that he's a new world order shill or just because he's a huge douche Who's like, oh, my fountain, my like my little pen fountain, just get that out of the way. My my fingers are too fat to move uh, it. Ugh. I think for most people, probably the latter. He just doesn't come across very well. The queen was was quite sort of for an older person, she was quite sort of slick on TV. And everyone knew she was from a sort of previous generation. So they didn't expect her to be like down with the kids or anything. So uh, but Charles. He, he does come across as a sort of one of the elite more so perhaps than some of the others. Uh, I think William's got a bit of a more common touch about him, maybe because he's younger, um, and maybe because he wasn't, you know, quite so closeted in this privileged world that Charles was right from the start. Uh, I, I don't really, he, he, people think of him as a bit of a hippie as well, you know, with his, he's got the, all the he's very into organic farming. You know, he doesn't actually do it himself. Obviously, he gets someone else to do it for him. But, you know, he likes he likes to talk the talk rather than walk the walk. Uh, so I think fi- people find him a bit tiresome, really, when he drones on and on about the environment and, and climate change and stuff like that. Good. As he flies around in his private jet, private helicopter. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, convoy. Like all do, yeah. And then the other thing I saw that um, because they didn't want to diminish the wealth of the Windsors, so they forego the 40% inheritance tax for them. So we don't want to diminish the wealth for the royalty, but we will definitely do it for the common man where whose backs we live off of. It makes me very pissed. The whole money thing is 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 uh, a thorny subject with the British people as well, because, of course, they live in uh, properties that basically belong to the state that we've paid for, you know, the people have paid for. And um, she famously had a fire in Windsor Castle. I think some one of her many servants um, had a candle in the wrong places and set fire some curtains. And a lot, there was a lot of damage uh, and all the repairs uh, or a lot of the repairs were paid for out of the, you know, the state's money rather than her money, and she could afford to have re- repaired it, you know, or, several times over. Yeah, no doubt. 
do so, I, I don't think you know they, they certainly got a lot of money um and they are up to i i do think they're up to their necks in in a lot of pedophilia type behavior shall we say uh and that's one of the things that happened with mildly. charles coming to the throne that andrew yeah andrew's gone up he's not only gone up in succession uh, i believe he's he's sort of one of the I can't remember the term for them. He's just there's a sort of right hand man of the king. And I don't know if that's happened as a matter of course, is in the family, or if or if Charles could have said, No, we don't want you because you're, you know, you're a bit tainted now. Right. But that's happened. So he's he's now influential in the royal family again. I saw I, that after the Queen had sort of sidelined him. Yes. He had been stripped of his titles and his duty. Yeah. Who? Andrew yeah, had? He seems to be back in. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I read a, I think yeah. I read an article today, maybe or yesterday, and it was talking about that whole, that committee that surrounds and advises the, the new monarch. That's and right, yeah. It, it appears to be the next five or 10, maybe 10 people in the line of succession. Yeah. So I, I read that too. So that, that are, that are over 21. But the thing is, is that yeah. it seemed like somebody had made the point that it act because I thought that maybe it was male, but that's not true because Camilla is considered, which is Charles' wife, um, she's considered one of them, and then it's the next four. So in in that article that we were talking about, it was saying that he could have chosen Anne, which um, according to this article, who knows? But it was saying that she's actually one of the more popular, more respected members of the royal family and he totally skipped her right. so. interesting yeah and and i do hope that people are pissed i mean about the, the prince andrew thing yeah it's messed up it he, he doesn't sweat so he can't prove anything do they pull a salary for their roles in the royal family they do. They get uh, they get some money from the state for their, you know, cover expenses like white gloves for waving and that sort of thing. <laughs> Assassins, murders, <laughs> murders pedophilia yes. claim payoffs. Yes. All right. So that was a good wrap up of what's going on in the royal family. Thanks for your input on that, everyone, especially Terry for our British take there. Um, Justin, what do you have for us? All right, so I really went down to the depths of hell for this one um, <laughs> from MSNBC.com. So, you know, it's going to be a banger um, from the Rachel Maddow show. So double banger. Um, and this is uh, the MyPillow guy, uh, Mike Lindell, uh, had an ex uh, FBI search warrant executed on him while he was in a drive through at Hardee's um in uh Manca i can't pronounce the city so we're just gonna go with minnesota um and it's just it's just crazy does anyone want to take a guess as to what they were searching for election denialism uh, cheeseburgers <laughs> well we'll Secret say documents from Hardee's does have good cheeseburgers, but yeah, it was uh, for the ele his election claims. Uh, so the I mean the FBI is just going fuck wild out of control. Uh, yeah. I don't think anyone's really yeah. surprised by that, but uh, it's it's just 
what a clown show uh so, I mean, this is from MSNBC, so I kind of wanted to get it from the eyes of the enemy. and <laughs> Definitely. Uh, b- b- sorry, I should have had this ready beforehand. Uh, da- 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 well, while you're doing that, I just would like to say, yes, what, what is going on with the FBI? If, if, if what we're hearing is the actual truth, if the, the, moral, the Mar-a-Lago raid really happened and the Mike Lindell raid really happened, I mean, this is dangerous. This is very <laughs> concerning. Well, I will you know? say Mike Lindell, the FBI asked him not to say anything about it. So like a true patriot, Mike Lindell went on to his podcast and showed the search warrant to the video uh, that was uh, signed by an, uh, a federal judge in, I want to say, Ohio. Uh, but it was defi- It was basically about the um, voting machines. Uh, and then... I mean, let me let me just read this real quick. Uh, it's attempting to dismiss Mike Lindell as a silly as a silly sideshow. The My Pillow CEO has earned a reputation as a clownish figure. The audacity for them to call anyone else else a clown is just beyond. So the- true, true. Um, a clownish figure in Trump's orbit, pushing strange conspiracy theories and making outlandish claims about the former president's imminent reinstatement uh and then it kind of just goes on uh talking about um actually i don't think it is in this article um but according to what i had heard i think it was tucker carlson clip i heard but they were talking about uh the safest and securest election in the history of the world and that mike lindell was talking about how the dominion voting machines uh, I don't know if they were compromised, but we know from our good friend uh, Garland Favrito over at Voter GA that they definitely, they're definitely vulnerable to attack. Uh, and then uh, they just add in there to make sure that you know that Mike Lindell is in fact a MAGA fascist, not sorry, semi-fascist Nazi. <laughs> Uh, let's not forget that Trump welcomed the pillow guy into his political fold election day, and Lindell was seen at the White House after the January 6th attack, the oh, most wow. dangerous attack in American <laughs> history, with Damn. a paper. He had a paper, so, I mean, even more dangerous than if he was there with a machine gun, uh, a paper with the words Insurrection Act and martial law if necessary on it. Uh when the House Select Committee investigating January 6th subpoena Lindell's records, no one was especially surprised. And that's about it from the article, and you know, we can discuss, but my favorite part, real quick, was just that uh, <laughs> former FBI counterintelligent agent Peter Strzok put together a list of everyone from Trump world who has had their phones confiscated. And it's a uh, Rudy Giuliana, Victoria Townsend, Michael McDonald, Representative Scott Perry, John Eastman, Jeffrey Clark, Boris Epstein, Epstein, uh, Mike Roman, and Mike Lindell. What's more, as Stroke noted, in order for the FBI to take any of these phones, they need probable cause that the phones contained evidence of a crime. I tried to do this last part in my most sinister voice. 
Yeah. What crime? What crime? Thinking that the election was not on the up and up, which it wasn't. An insurrection worse than 9-11. Uh, yeah. They, they orchestrated an attack on the Capitol. They armed the people that they sent down there. And they were planning on just taking the entire uh, United States government over. And if it wasn't mean the that, FBI, <laughs> if it wasn't for that brave Capitol Hill officer that shot Ashley Babbitt dead, they would have we'd be living under Trump world right now. Um, can you imagine if Trump was president right now? Maybe gas prices wouldn't be five dollars a gallon. Hey, we got a hundred dollar a month raise in gas prices don't this you is true. True. this you is did. true you did and then Lucky um, what do you guys think like if if russia and ukraine did their whole thing with trump in power what do you guys think the outcome would have been with that because i mean it's not like trump was anti-nato by any means uh, i doubt it would have happened under trump what didn't he have a relationship with putin Biden think, certainly doesn't. I think that they um, kind of had a relationship and he did say that, it, you know, he would have talked to him and that it wouldn't have happened. But, you know, if you're where I'm at and you think that they're all working for the same people and that Vladimir Putin is in on it just as much as anybody else, then I believe that it would have happened because that was where we needed to be at right now. Well, as um, Stephen, uh, Steve, Stephen Colbert told us, Trump, is just Putin's cock holster <laughs> the French. But it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm usually a pretty white-pilled guy, but, I mean, I mean, it's kind of like that meme where it's, you know, when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, everyone's like, oh, if the, the FBI can do this to him, they can do it to any of us, which, duh, they've been doing yeah. it to all of us for, for how many decades? But it really does seem like it's it's escalating to a pretty insane level uh, where the pillow guy is uh, being investigated. And they did mention a grand jury indictment. Uh, like the once they collect the evidence, it will be going in front of a grand jury, uh, which you could take with a grain of salt because it is MSNBC. Right. But still, I, I mean, talk about banana republic 100 percent. it's um uh, you know people maybe overuse this uh but it really is like something out of communist russia or or hitler's germany it's classic they're going in to try and decapitate the main opposition i i, I think they rounded up between 35 and 50 of the sort of leading trump people um and they you know presumably because they think that that's who they're going to be up against in the election i don't know why they worry about it because they seem to be able to make the election come out whichever way they want anyway indeed and that's i i'm still kind of on the fence on whether or not like is trump part of the soap opera or i mean i don't think that they would they go after mike lindell if if it was a soap opera like who who would have seen that coming? Well, I think so. My personal take on this 
as we know, it's just speculation, but the way that I think this is playing is because I think it's working um, on something that I talk about, the multi-pronged approach. So I think a big thing is to try to continue the fracture that's happening in the Republican Party. And Mike Lindell is a big time MAGA supporter. Um, and he, so he's one of the most outspoken voices and he's somebody that has seemingly the resources to actually try to do something. So I think it makes sense that they would try to go after Lindell. And then the other part of that is that I think that they are trying to provoke the right. I think they're trying. Now we know that they can always do a false flag, but I think that they are really trying very hard for the problem reaction solution right now. And I believe that that involves provoking people on the right. And I think that it just seems like that's what they're trying to do to me, which is why even though they have the ability to throw the election, I think that it's deeper and more involved than that. Well, and they, they got to be careful what they're, what they're wishing for, because if there is even like a few right wingers that it looks like got set up, then there very well could be a rebellion. And as our good friend George Washington here would remind us, Stay strapped or get clapped. Although I would not recommend getting into a uh, shootout with uh, any sort of law enforcement. You will not win. Nope. Right. And if the reaction that they're looking for is violence and the solution that they're looking for is to take the guns, we know that. So it's yeah. in really a dangerous moment, in my opinion. Don't fall for it, kids. Yeah, anyone asking you to do anything Treated as a Fed. Definitely a Fed. Definitely a Fed, without <laughs> question. But uh, say that about sums up my story. Is anyone any other comments or questions on it? I I think we're just gonna have to wait and see what what happens from all this. I don't I don't know what it all seems like a bunch of hooey to me. You know, it's political. It's ramping up to the elections, and they want to bring a spotlight on certain things and it doesn't seem like they have anything concrete. Maybe they do. I don't know, but we'll just have to wait no, and see what happens. Well, and just a quick correction. The um, uh, judge that signed the warrant was uh, from signed by U.S. Uh, attorney in Colorado and that prosecutors were conducting an official criminal investigation of a suspected felony and it was the use of a federal grand jury. I really do wonder what that felony could be. Same. Uh, let me rephrase that. I wonder what that felony is that they're going to make up. Correct. Carrying a concealed pill, maybe. Well, the, the, the funniest part is, like, I've looked into getting a my pill, and I'm pretty sure that they're hot garbage. And... Mm -hmm. You gotta be like a Trump fanatic to actually enjoy them. Uh, they have terror, and I, I looked at reviews before he was related to Trump, so I suspect that he's been review bombed since. Uh, but they were not good reviews when I looked. They're expensive too. They are very expensive. My parents bought me a set of my pillow brand sheets for my bed, and they they're fine. Do you? I don't know how have, much they cost, but do you have patriotic dreams sleeping in them? Uh, sure. You know, a lot of my dreams are kind of wacky, so uh, 
you could interpret them as patriotic, I suppose. There you go. All right, well, uh, Ashley, who do we got up next? Okay, next up we have Terry. What you got for us? Uh, well, I, I thought I'd share uh, a rather grisly tale that I shared in Discord um, recently. Um, this extraordinary discovery that I made in Arizona of um, this was a place where you could uh, select to donate your body or parts of your body for medical research or scientific research. Um, and inevitably, these guys decided that they didn't really want to give these these things away for nothing. So they were selling body parts illegally. And when the feds broke in, they, they saw this sort of grisly Frankenstein-like scene with body parts all over the place in buckets. Uh, and uh, apparently there was even a, a woman's head sewn onto a man's body. Lord knows what they were trying to do there. <laughs> Uh, and um, so, yeah, a lot of the, the relatives obviously got rather upset about this and there was a court case ongoing about it. And um, they even had a handy price list so you could buy yourself a man's body, uh, but no shoulders or head uh, for $2,900. Whereas a spine you could get for the bargain price of uh, $950. So I think we all agree that's a pretty good buy. Um, I don't really know what you, I don't think you could traffic these into living people, but we do know there's a lot of that going on as well. Justin mentioned um, Planned Parenthood and uh, there was a famous bust uh, a couple of years ago from Project Veritas secretly filming them negotiating for the sale of uh, baby parts for medical research from recently aborted uh, fetuses. So that's pretty good, grisly. So there's a lot of, we were talking about the royals involved in child trafficking. I certainly think there's a lot of organ trafficking going on in the world, either with dead or, you know, formerly alive people. So uh, I don't know, it just sort of, um, I can't imagine what these guys were, <laughs> were doing with all these body parts. It sort of- um, I don't think we want- Sort of piqued my interest a bit. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was in Arizona. So there you go. Oh, well, that explains it. I hope that they were at least yeah. on ice because it gets hot in Arizona. That's a good the point. The Arizona Biological Resource Center. So that's a place to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd just advise you to avoid Arizona at all costs. I mean, it's it's still better than like <laughs> Ohio or any blue state, but I digress. That's disturbing. And I have heard some other stuff about um, organ trafficking, too, coming from abortion clinics, the Planned Parenthood stuff. Um, so that it's it is disturbing. And it definitely seems like there there is some kind of underground network dealing with that kind of stuff and that there's a demand for it, which is. Um, I don't know. It's. It's big money. I, I've heard that um, you, you've probably heard that some of these um, private military contractors are supposed to be involved in it, um, in, in the places where US are involved in, in wars. Um, and um, I think Ukraine was one of the places where it, it goes on quite a lot. And that, I think they say that a, a body is worth in bits, uh, you know, a million dollars or more. You know, if you, you, you wow. split out all the organs and are able to transplant them. You know, what, we talked what about just... um, Queen Lizzie earlier on. 
living to 96 and you know all the Rockefellers all see, all seem to live for a long time they they're plugged into something that we don't know about I think and maybe it's it's the organ thing well that that's jokes come from truth and the the joke around the internet is that they're all alive from baby's blood and it, and it slash or adrenochrome adrenochrome for yeah. sure yeah Hey, people may yeah. want to dismiss that as crazy conspiracy theory stuff, but how how could you? Well, what's funny is when when they were calling us all retarded conspiracy theories, now it's like a billion dollar business. Old people getting blood transfusions from healthy twenty year olds. Yeah, it's yeah. like every conspiracy theory turns out true. It was like it would take like a decade, five years, even a few. Now we're proven right in date months if not days for sure and um the royals are also uh, those particular royals are descendants of vlad the impaler so i don't know there's a plenty plenty of weird connections and i just think that with the precedent that has been set historically for human sacrifice and things like that how could you possibly say that adrenochrome and things like that are not you know are not a thing I, i don't think you can write that off well, okay, let me, uh, back, uh, back on the, the baby parts, what is this medical research they were hoping to accomplish with all of these body parts? Well, vaccines is one of them. A lot of vaccines are made from using fetal cells, including the, um, no matter what the fact checkers say, the Pfizer one and the Moderna one, uh, not sure if the Moderna comes directly from fetal cells, but they were certainly involved in the development of those vaccines. I've I've heard that the the cells you're talking about the there's there's not directly, but originally in the research, yes. But those same okay. those same uh, genetic material, biological material was continued on, and I'm not I'm losing I I don't I can't think up the the right way to describe how it happens but you're you're right i, I mean I think there's... there were clones yeah i think there were clones of the field right so, so yeah they, they were, but without the fetal cells they wouldn't have been able to to clone the cells so yeah. you can't you know the fact checkers can't really deny that fetal cells were were involved in the development of these vaccines mm-hmm. and the other thing that i had heard about that issue was that even though they're like, well, it was the baby was going to be aborted anyway, or or whatever. But actually, I heard that it is it would be very difficult to get viable cells from a dead being, meaning that it is highly likely that that child was alive when they harvested those body parts. That Probably is, I'm it. pretty sure that's correct. I've heard they've had to cut kidneys out of living embryos from in the womb in order to that they're a viable cell line so that's that's what i read too because if if you go ahead sorry terry sorry i was just saying it's a grisly business and there's a lot of money involved in it as well so that's why i'm sure it's going on a lot well and it's back to like planned parenthood i I mean if there's so much money given in this uh they what incentive would they have not to push every woman that walks in there that's unsure about an abortion i, I gotta wonder if 
they if anyone's ever gotten paid to get an abortion there fair question that's yeah, a fair question fun. i'll send it off to project veritas i wonder <laughs> if they take questions never know and call their hotline hey can you send a hot young chick and to talk to some of these Planned Parenthood guys again. <laughs> I like the meme that's like, look, if somebody looks like this and it's a very attractive female and a very attractive male and they're talking to you, they're they're working for Project Veritas. <laughs> well, and what's funny is that like the internet meme is that these alt-right tools are the incels. I'm pretty like, I'm... I mean, I was going to say, I don't know how much these, like, for lack of a better term, soy boys are getting laid. But then again, like, I'm thinking about all the human garbage on, like, libs of TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they probably don't have very high standards, so So, I, you know, maybe they're getting laid tons. I don't know. Who knows? I shouldn't yeah. talk bad about anyone. Nope. Except we the should. We should. Yes. <laughs> Mocking ridicule. The the enemy class. Um, okay, so anything else to add to that, Terry? Uh not really. I'll just leave the, the listeners with that that grisly image in their minds. I did well tonight. Can I just finish with um you guys are into some weird literature. Uh <laughs> I've I've never <laughs> once in my days of the internet run across articles talking about how to get living cells out of aborted babies. So props to you guys on not being able to handle that. That's fair. You gotta know your enemy. Yeah, and I think so. Honestly, it might have been because Terry is very well read, and I've gotten a ton of advice and guidance, and um, a lot of interesting things to read. We've done a ton of discussing about, you know, everything encompassing COVID, um, and that might have been one of the things that we were discussing because there were some of the more independent news um, journalists, whatever you want to call them, Red Voice Media. People that, I mean, I'm not necessarily 100% on board with everything, but they've broken some very good stories that have been legitimate. And during the the huge push of having the mandates, this was a big thing that people were really worried about was the fetal cell line and how they were actually acquired. Because a lot of people that were the naysayers trying to make you feel bad for not taking it and, and using the, the fetal cell as an argument, um, whether it was for your religious objections or just, um, you know, a moral objection, they would say, well, it was, it would have happened anyway. It was already aborted tissue. But then there, you had some outlets that were doing some deep dives and digging on that. And then it's like, mm, not so fast. Yeah, I suppose we should probably move on to the next topic, but there was something I wanted to say about that. There's a big uh, US hospital, I can't remember which one, which was granted, granting religious exemptions to their staff because of the fetal cell issue. But now that Novavax has come along, they've said, uh, well, you've got to have Novavax now because there's yeah. no grounds to object to that. Mm. I'm not sure. I thought I saw an article on Children's Health Defence that Novavax isn't quite completely in the clear about that but i can't quite remember so i need to look into that 
Yeah, that's that would be something that would be good for us to update on the, the next issue. And one very quick factoid while we're on that subject, we had talked about the boosters in our episode Eight Blind Mice because the, the new booster, the covalent booster was coming out. And actually, I was listening to The Last American Vagabond and it was saying that it's not a booster. It's a totally new concoction. It's just another vaccine. And I hadn't even thought about it in that context. So maybe we can touch on that later, but I just wanted to, to bring that up. Um, okay, so moving right along then, Keel, why don't you um, finish us out with your story for the week? Well, you guys mentioned you wanted to hear more about the Guidestones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, surprisingly, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of new information. They still don't have any suspects and they're still investigating. But... Uh, apparently there have been some uh, auctions popping up on Facebook Marketplace where you, people are trying to sell chunks of the Guidestones. And wow. the people that hold the currently have control of the Guidestones, the, uh, the Grand Association up there in Elberton, they're cautioning people that all of those are fake. Do not buy the, the fake Georgia Guidestone pieces from Facebook Marketplace or anywhere else for that matter. Well, and it's funny. So as you were saying that, I was thinking, I got a bunch of rocks in the backyard. I could fool some idiots. <laughs> and I was thinking, hey, you can't keep down the free market. That's yeah. right. There'll uh, be a little bit that says maintain the population at less than 500 because the, the, the thousands of bits have been chopped off. <laughs> right. No, I'm but very then who would serve the enemy class? <laughs> I was very jealous to miss out on the last Guidestones talk because I actually had a, a, a question, a, a, something I wanted to say and a question about this because, you know, it had all those astronomical alignments, didn't it, on the Guidestones? They did. I don't think you can just, you know, not, not some guy in the street who could come up with that. that. There had to be a lot of thought and sort of calculations put into that sort of thing. So... I, I I presume it wasn't the the granite people who were making it who who, who came up with all that stuff. Somebody actually came up with that in the design. So yep. they must be sort of plugged into something or other. Yeah, it was it was uh, very well planned. Uh, my other question was, yeah, my my question was to to you guys. Um, our listeners may not know that most of, a lot of you are based in Georgia. Uh, whether any of you have actually been to see the Georgia guys things? Yes. What I have. Wow. That's cool. What was it like? It was, um, I don't know. It's just like the pictures. They're just big, giant granite. Uh, these well-carved granite slabs all stacked up on top of each other. Um, it's out in the middle of a big field, just a, just kind of farmland all around you. And you can just go up there and, you know, hug the stones or... You know, stare at them, <laughs> take pictures in front of them, and that's about right. it. I, yeah, I didn't get I didn't go out to get up there at a, a solstice or whenever things were supposed to line up, anything like that. It was just happened to be in the area. That's but what I was gonna ask if you felt some kind of a um, no, some kind of a vibe. No, I didn't didn't feel anything special, but uh, I'm glad I got to see them because I had I had heard about them for years before that, and we were up there and. I, yeah, I wanted to make sure I saw him at some point. 
I didn't know they were going to get blown up, but obviously, yeah. But I, I, I understand this in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? Pretty much. Yeah, it's just a small town, Elberton, and there's just tons of farmland, and yeah. that's just sitting out in somebody's on the corner of their pasture. And was the farmland leased by the entity that was managing um, the Guidestones? Yeah, they had made some arrangement, and I, I don't know the details, but they, the little five-acre plot that the, the stones were sitting upon, still, I think they legally be belonged to the, uh, the farm owner, uh, but there was a, an easement or something that had been, they had agreed to, and right now they're working on reversing that, so he got, has his land back there. Even though, weren't they supposed to be rebuilt? That was the original intent of the, the designers. Now, the uh, Granite Association, the, the head of that thing, hopes that they will get rebuilt. But, you know, nobody's going to just do it without funding and stuff. The, right. the mayor, I think he made a comment that he was hoping that a different monument could be built. And, and I think he said he wanted something like the black... Uh, obelisk from 2001 mm -hmm. to be built there or something like that uh but uh and then uh the 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 governor the preacher that lady down in south georgia who had been talking talking up destroying the stones leading up to them being blown up <laughs> uh, she was has is on record as saying they want uh she wants to put a big cross up there instead mm. so a lot of different opinions. I hope they rebuild it. Uh, I, I like them being there, despite you know whatever your opinion is of their intention. It was a, a cool thing to have here in Georgia. You know, it was a famous part of the whole grand conspiracy thing, and I, I was happy to have it here. You know. Well, you know who really wants it rebuilt? The people that are going to make the new ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I only recently learned about them in the past few years from listening to the propaganda report, and uh, I don't. It it always just felt like just silly to me, uh, which is crazy because I love a good conspiracy theory. Maybe it just wasn't dumb enough for me. <laughs> like, is the Earth flat? I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to look into it. And so, do I think it's probably around? Uh, sure, but you could convince me it's flat. Did you, um, Keel, did you tell us at one point how much they cost? Because it, it can't have been cheap to put this stuff up. No, the, um, the, the granite company that was approached by RG Chris, RJ Christian initially said no because it was too complicated and too weird of a project. And so they quoted him a very exorbitant amount, and I don't know what that is, but the, the guy, R.G. Christian, just immediately said yes. And so they, they couldn't refuse. It was just too much money. Mm -hmm. Can't blame the guy for saying yes to a big pile of cash. Yeah. It's got to be some well-connected group, you feel, behind it. You know, a lot of people thought it was Ted Turner, didn't they? Because yeah. didn't he live in Georgia for a long time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to think it was just a rich a guy that came in, like not a rich guy, but like a poor person that got money 
and then <laughs> like spent it all on this thinking that there'd be more money to come and he did that and then he ended up dead broke again right after that's just my favorite it, I hate. yeah it does like this is gonna be freaking hilarious man <laughs> yeah it's it's weird keel did change my you know sway my opinion a little bit on it because when i first heard it i was like good fuck them fuck the globalists you know but it i did see some people make some good points they're like look you this was a monument to what they said, what their intentions are. And so it's actually kind of good for us to still have that. And since when is it good, you know, since when do we support the tear down monuments crowd, you know, or Liberty people supporting that kind of stuff. So I thought it was a really good point. And then I had seen um, with the dark clouds over Georgia, the conversations in this group. And then there's another gal really graceful who had a video about it. And um, it is, it's a fascinating subject. And I do ultimately now I have changed my opinion and I do think it's unfortunate that it was um, blown up and torn down. I mean, I it was. Yeah. I think it was done by, you know, the powers that be, though. Oh, I do too. I think it was so, an inside job. Yeah, so that makes me mad that they did it. Yeah, because they're they have my, a reason for it. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just, they're my enemy, so I'm going to be upset whenever they they do something. I can be upset with them about for sure. The enemy class, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, everybody. Well, we have covered a lot of information tonight and I wanted to go over a couple of quick things. So I brought our mystery for tonight, your homework project. So if you can check on the mystery of the boys on the tracks, is anybody in this group familiar with boys on the tracks? Yes. It sounds like a gay porn to me, but no. Okay, good guess, but that's not what it is. And it's actually very, very fascinating. I won't give spoilers, but I will give a couple of hints. Clinton, CIA, trains, huh. boys on the tracks. So, so check that out, everyone. Um, the other thing that I wanted to go ahead and give you is how you can contact us. So we have Twitter. You can contact us at Union Unknowns. We also have our Gmail account, Union of the Unknowns at Gmail. Again, that is at Union Unknowns Twitter, Union of the Unknowns at gmail.com. Our phone number, if you would like to call in and leave a voicemail of, um, you know, productive criticism or Justin is really hoping for some hate mail. So if you hate us, if you could call in and leave <laughs> something specifically for Justin, that would be great. The phone number is 404-482-3130. Again, that's 404-482-3130. And then you can find the rest of our socials, our Discord information, our Rumble information at our website, unionoftheunknowns.com. And I think that's it for me. Anyone else have anything? It's just good seeing you guys again. You too. Uh, and Very it's it's, it's going to be, it, with Clown World going the way it is, it's going to be tough to keep topping these stories week after week. I think they can do it. I agree. Let's do it. But no stay tuned to see if we can do it. Definitely. Thanks, everybody. Good to so see you. Good one. you Thanks too. for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Union of the Unknowns. You can find new episodes every week on all your favorite podcasting networks. 